You are now entering the Student Media Network. So beefy. I don't like the tapping sound on that. I won't go to the good presence, Tony. Yes, kitty. It's not what my GPS says, though. Uh, don't give me the finger, you bastard. Welcome to the Student Media Podcast, episode number three. 35. All right. It's like, it's like we're in middle age of finally, we've, we've reached middle age of, of podcast. How does 40 feel? My 40 feels great. Yeah. I haven't had any, um, I'll tell you, I still have no gray hair. I still have all of my hair. I have, um, everywhere. Uh, (laughs) I knew, I just knew you were going to ask that question. Oh man. Running the gutters. That's what I do. Oh boy. Yeah. You, yeah. Anyways. Um, I won't even ask. Think? I won't even turn it around and ask you. because your legs. Like, yeah, of course. Gray hair on yeah, my legs. That I was looks... an MC for a male dance group. What do we do? Shave. Shave. Course. Wax? No. Ouch. I'd love to, but no. Oh, I never okay. That's, that's yeah. too much information. Yeah. This week was fun. We had great, um, actually. We had Adam Colt, who is... Great name. Uh, you know, he, it's one of his many names, we find out. Mm-hmm. Um, who's who's kind of... Uh, he's kind of a gypsy in his own right. We were just talking about gypsy and... And, uh, you know, he's, he's lived uh, in a couple of different places around the country. And Great stories. Good stories. He's, he's Great, a, I said. He's the head. What, what are you calling yourself? Just what's your title for Zifa? He's the festival coordinator. He's sitting right here. The festival so coordinator. we have to say good things, right? <laughs> for Z-Fest. And uh, you, you know about my love for Z-Fest and, and how I think it's, it's a wonderful festival. And tonight is the big award show at the Mall of America. And Adam is here today to talk a little bit about the contest, um, the festival, and what viewers can expect uh, from some of the films this evening and, and what they can expect into the future with Z-Fest. So he sat down with us and we, we chatted a little bit and we had a we had a glazed donut. Or two. Or two. And, uh, you know, we just, we just hung out. So it was nice to have him here. Uh, you know, we're on iTunes. Share us with your friends and family. Pass us around. It's real easy to find. Just go to iTunes and search Stewed media there are no others no like us and we're getting there. up on the list too i noticed yeah yeah we have every time we, i do search we've you know, moved so up now we're moving yeah, up yeah we're and, moving uh, up which is nice also stewed media at uh twitter and facebook yep. you can get us online you can send us an email or uh whatever you want photos we'll take any photos send us photos yeah Just ideas us, everything you know, naked photos, whatever you want. Just send show us, ideas, send everything. Us, yeah, we travel to anybody, so we are portable. So that's nice. We can do this from anywhere. Uh, this time, we we decided to find um, an old coffee shop that was abandoned, and uh, they were. I don't know. I'm, I'm losing it there. Um, so, uh, anything you need to plug for this week? Not this week, man. Nothing. It's all coming up next it's week. It's coming up next week, and we'll talk about that next week. But yeah. uh, for now, please enjoy episode thirty-five with Adam Cole. Mics. Start the party. Party starting. It sounds like a party. Uh, oh, yeah. It's, it's a crappy I'm cable. stereo because I don't have headphones. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I apologize. Yeah, Sean. Um, this is your audio here. And then you can jiggle this. All right. And you might hear yourself. Don't I can be hear jiggling things. Yeah. Welcome to Delicious Dish. I figured, <laughs> I figured out my doppelganger. You have a dot. You figured out your own doppelganger. Yes, yes, interesting. Yes, that yes, usually doesn't work that yes. way. <laughs> no, this is true. Is a doppelganger just somebody who looks like you? You know, I didn't even know what that word you meant for the longest time. I guess, yeah, yeah that's your yeah. body double. I just use the big words like that. But spirit, no, your seriously. Spirit, okay, spirit so animal. listen to this, and and you, Sean, you'll agree. You maybe not because you you know we just met, so okay. well, we go way back, but we kind of just met too. Yeah. So anyway, so Tom Cruise. No, I mean not Tom Cruise. Probably not Tom. Tom Arnold. <laughs> He's a, he's a nailed it here, here, here's why, here's why. So I had like an hour on my drive over cause Sean decides to do this in bum fuck nowhere. So, so I'm driving, I'm thinking, who the hell am I? And I think Tom Arnold, what does he have in common with me? Likes cocaine, picks bad women to marry, right? Funny. Fat. Hey, I got it all right. You have more so, hair. Yeah, well, that's true. He's had more success. Yeah. With <laughs> what? Success. <laughs> nice. Did you see Mikhail's Navy? <laughs> No, I didn't. No, nobody many, else did. No, exactly. I didn't. So, <laughs> I was say, how many people saw that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. 
What you, episode are we on here? Uh, can you hear yourself? Dumas. You can, okay. Mr. Dumas. All right, make sure you eat it. You got to get it. All right, I'm eating it. There's, <laughs> there's, been, uh, there's been some nice you, people. Uh, just don't lick it. Microphone. Are you individually tracking us? Uh, yeah, yes. we're, we're all separate channels. So you can Look bump it. me up later? I can bump you what up channel later. Am I? You are You are always the You're deuce. The Iceman channel. Iceman channel. Yeah. Yeah. A cold channel. New channel on XM Radio. No headphones. Thank you very much, Sean. I'm sorry, man. You brought uh, insufficient uh, tools you today. You always have plugs, and you don't have plugs today. I, I, I don't need them. I have a full head of hair. So, you wish. Anyways. Now that you're old, happy birthday. <sighs> Thank you. Appreciate it. We've this is the post-birthday apocalypse post episode. Post-birthday apocalypse. Number 35, or 35, as they say yeah. down south, Trace Siente. Is that right? Right. I don't I speak don't, Spanish. I don't either. I don't either, but that's what Obviously I'm Obviously, he doesn't either. <laughs> I'm going for it. I sound credible. That's... Adam, how have you been? Good. Oh, I'll shake your hand. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> TV. It's, it's not good. TV, but anyways. I'll One shake of the best anyways. names in history is Adam. Is this? Is that your real name? It is, actually. I mean, is that your real name? Uh, you want the history of my name? Well, uh, do you yeah, have a history I of you? I have a history <laughs> of my name. Do you really? I do. It's interesting. Okay, so I'm really German. But people think I'm Norwegian because of the name Geisness. Right. But you don't even know that name because that's the other secret name that I have. Secret name. There you go. Ooh, I so like I was names. born Adam Colt Barum, right? Okay. Ooh, Von Barum. And then my mom got a divorce and my stepdad took us in. So we started using Geisness. Right. And then when I was 16, I had to legally go back to Barum because I wasn't fully adopted yet. Oh, sure. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So people in my school were like, who are you? Geisness or Barum? <laughs> Geisness or Barum? Two short years later, I legally got adopted, so I went back to Geisness, and now my friends were completely freaked out. So that's 18. Yeah, 18. Okay. And I was acting and doing theater back at the Guthrie and you know, Chimera Theater back in the days, and um, I was auditioning for movies and stuff. Oh, cool. Yeah, Very it was cool. really cool. Um, and I started using Adam Colt, so I wouldn't piss off either of my dads, because I was born Adam Colt. So you just Colt dropped Barrow. them both. <laughs> so I dropped both my last names. That is really Adam cool. <laughs> Uh, and so, it sounds cool because the other ones I can't. Re- I th- I'll be honest with you. And man, I asked I my dad, I, "Am I named after a gun yeah, or a right? horse or the?" Yeah, beer? what is that? He said, "No, the beer." No, Colt forty five. So shut up, <laughs> Colt forty five. Here's a here's a quick thing. So works my every time. my middle name is Lee, and I used to go by Tony Lee for a long time. Right, it works. But am I Asian or am I Italian? You know, it's kind of a, it's a weird thing. That's and a tough like, question. Yeah, if you go with thing. Lee, they ask. And Anthony yeah. Lee is kind of a mouthful. It doesn't An- flow as well Anthony, as Tony. Yeah, yeah, it is. And Peterson, and then they, they think I'm, are you related to Adrian? You know, I get all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, because you look just like him. I we mean, just doppelgangers. like him. It's doppelgangers, yes. <laughs> We're doppelgangers. I learned a new word, so I got to use it as much as I can. Do you, do you have a doppelganger? Have you, uh, like a famous one um, that people have told you before? Somebody told me I did, yes. I forgot who it was. Really? Yeah. Really stood oh. out in your mind then? Not really. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who's yours, Sean? I, oh, um, William Peterson from CS, the original CSI. Oh, no I got clue. that quite a bit. Crickets. Uh, from back, yeah, crickets. Who cares? Nice. <laughs> Do we have the cricket sound effect? <laughs> yeah, I wish we did. We're in a low budget here. We don't have yeah. all those sound effects don't, yet. Yeah, we're not, uh, we're not. Yeah. Morning show. Style. So, Adam, who the hell are you? Oh my God, dude! I know. You do not have headphones. No, I don't. <laughs> oh boy. Well, that's why I have a board op. Oh, you. <laughs> you got to be excited tonight, Z Fest, and you've yes. been uh, putting a lot of work Z-Fest. into that. Uh, we all have. Yeah, it's been a lot of work for everybody. So, um, we've stepped it up last year with this whole after party and the big award show. Um, not only is it expensive, but it's a big production as well. Right. Well, I, so, I think it's definitely it was an improvement uh, from my viewpoint. Viewpoint as a as a filmmaker. Um, it, it was quite a spectacle. It was a really neat event, the way you guys changed it. Well, we wanted to do it a couple of years back. Um, problem is, it's just the timing and trying to make it all work. So uh, this year, you know, last year, we were able to just squeeze it in by the skin of our teeth and, and make it all work. I actually missed the screening last year because we had just finished the script, and I had never even seen it yet. So I had to bolt right from the theater right over to the, the Radisson Blue where we're having tonight. Right. And um, I was literally changing the script on the fly, and we had to keep the doors shut. Right. People were lining up outside because I was still finishing the last five minutes of the script. And I remember the bar wasn't open yet, so people were clamoring to get inside. Ooh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, they were trying to get in. I'm like, no, don't let them yeah. in. <laughs> I got five more pages. You have you have um, some hosts tonight, some guest hosts. Yeah, the CW is coming out to, to guest host it. Yeah, um, Allie is our co- uh, coordinator this year. We're lucky to have her aboard, and she has gone above and beyond. And she's actually communicated with the CW and and went out there. And uh, Allie's a- great. We had her on the show when we went over to Z Systems and talked to John Zadeklik. Oh yeah, oh that Allie. That yeah, Allie's great. Yeah, she's yeah, fantastic. She's wonderful. Exactly. Yeah. So she's a she's our new addition this year. 
You know how um, smart she is? She is really a smart woman. She is, and she's yeah. just she knows everybody. She yeah, absolutely yeah. knows everybody. She's, yeah, she's a fantastic um, addition to the team for sure. What, uh, what, why don't you explain what Z-Fest is? John, John, when we talked to John a few yeah. weeks ago, um, we talked mainly about Z-Systems and their, and their okay. you know, thoughts, but we want to talk to you about the film festival. Absolutely. And uh, why, why you're in it. Why do we do it? Um, it kind of was, it was born from um, a question. Uh, we had a little bit of downtime at Z-Systems because there's the ebb and flow of the nature of sales and whatnot. And we had one year, we had a, a specifically low, quiet time. And John said, what should we do? And I said, well, let's do a film festival. And he's like, you're nuts. You know, it's like, <laughs> what do you, t- what, this is not what we do. You know, we sell gear. And, we, and uh, I said, well, I think we could pull it off. And then I had like half the staff were saying, there's no way, no way. You, you just can't pull this off. So I said, well, let's go for it. We'll never know unless we try. So year one, we did it. And we were over at the Oak Street Theater. I think mm-hmm. we were the last year before they tore it down there. Oh, cool. Did you have and, a model that you kind of, you modeled the, the well, festival Well, having after? participated in the 48, that was the only thing I really knew. But I really loved the 48. But the problem was, is I realized all the people, you know, with their red eyes, you know, and, you know, staying up for 48 hours oh, straight and yeah, editing and, and the things that you right. wish you could have done. Right. You know, and you didn't have time to do. So uh, basically I said, you know, let's just make it a week. You know, well, seven days should be long enough. And then we did nine days and then we eventually said, you know, let's give them more time. And this year we're going to, I think we're going to start opening registration in June. Wow. Oh, cool. Yeah. Really cool. Wow. So, so these, I mean, that, I mean, and you've noticed, um, have you noticed a, like a, like a upswing in, in quality of films when, yes you, when you open and up no. the time? Yes and no. <laughs> um, the, the filmmakers that take advantage of the time, yes. Uh, some filmmakers just say, no, I'm just going to do it at the last minute. Just like always. I feel like a, like like over 60% of the films end up getting most of it done in the last minute. I think so, too. Yeah. And why is that? I mean, why 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 are filmmakers procrastinators like that? Creative brain. You know, right? Keeps thinking but and... honestly, that's why, we ha- that's why we have to have all these silly deadlines. Yeah. You know, it's just to keep everybody on track. Right. You know, because I couldn't just say, here's the turn-in day. No one, everyone would miss it. How many <laughs> films do you have then this year? Um, last year, we had 54 registrants and like 45 films wow. or 42 films. <clears throat> Four this of them year, were mine, Yeah, by the way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> this year, we had 39 res- registrants, I believe, and we had 35 films. You understand, wow, I mean, why so. why the downtick a little bit in, in registrations? I don't. You don't know? No. What's, what's up with that? I don't know. I, I don't I'm know. asking you. I did, I did, it's I Apple's mean, fault. Did, I mean, did you change <laughs> anything or was there, I mean... We didn't change anything. I just, there's a natural ebb and flow. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, participants like yourself, you did four films last year. Right. You're, you, you're done. You, you need a break. I did need a break. Exactly. <laughs> I took a and, whole year off of competing. Exactly. And so people take a year off here and there. And then we sure. have people, we had, you know, uh, three filmmakers that took last year off that came back this year. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. You know, and so it's. And then there's, there's three sets. I mean, myself, the Shacks, uh, Shocks, and then um, uh, one of the other judges, Sandy. We all took the year off right. of Z Fest. And we like to have you on board as judges. Absolutely. And that you know? was fantastic. And it and was then, a great honor. For, and I appreciate you having me do that. So. And then, then you get to see the behind the scenes of, you know, how the judging goes. Right. And then it makes you, might make you a better filmmaker. It definitely helps me appreciate making a film better when you get, when you see what, what the judges have to go through mm-hmm. and what they have to sit through. Because not all films, and I'm going to say this as a filmmaker slash judge slash no skin in the game this year. Yeah. But you can see that there's some there's some films that are not of the greatest quality, or the story isn't fully finished. Right. And and you know sitting through forty of those, so you know, they're not all like that, obviously. Right. But you sit through a handful of those, and you start like, you start you start you like, pick up the gun. You, well, you start to wonder. <laughs> it's like, did I make the right yeah. decision? But but That's, then but then there's the good ones that really just exactly. bore you and you really appreciate. And you you're like, how do these people do this with little to no budget and you know little to no crew and cast and you know it's it's amazing. We have some really really talented filmmakers here in town, mm-hmm. and they shine. Yeah, you know, they absolutely. Really, they how does the talent shine. level here in Minneapolis, whatever Minnesota? compare i mean you've been around and stuff like that you've seen a lot of places well i worked in i worked in vegas for a couple of years uh, well almost a year and um i was out there and i saw the i went to the you made good tips didn't you i did yeah, yeah. i bet <laughs> what kind of dancer were you yeah no. <laughs> i knew there was the spirit, <laughs> was it the spirit rhino is that it? <laughs> deja vu three nuggets i know Gold nothing nuggets. i know nothing about i don't know um red 23 what i did there was was really fun i actually went and i went to uh the 48 palooza 
Mm, you yeah. heard about that? Yeah, is that the big one That's where the like one. all the winners from around the country? Yeah, exactly. And I sat through, I think, two days of films. at, four, at But the, these were all the winners, right? These were all the winners from all the states. Right. Top, yeah. Right? yeah, and some of them were really good. And I think, honestly, our uh, top filmmakers here would easily, you know, mm-hmm. get into the, the Palooza, you know. Uh, the problem is, is that only one filmmaker from each city can go, you know, because it's the winner from mm-hmm. that, that city. Right. Um, and I'd like to do something like that someday with ZFest, but I think we're trying to just keep it local. Yeah. You, know, you don't want to spread is, out even across Minnesota, like take take a ZFest to Duluth or Rochester or even like a, a more of a college town like Mankato or something like I that. I think we'd like to do that. The problem yeah. is we don't have the staff to do that. Sure. You know, sure. And it's and not a one man show. You it, can't just take it on the road and it hope isn't. it works. And, uh, and what I'd like to see more is the filmmakers themselves bringing more of the community in. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what I saw this year, we did have we had to raise ticket prices, so I know that affected affected the, the turnout a little bit. But what was really disturbing for me this year, and I really hope this gets out there in the community, is the fact that in the screening on Wednesday, the energy level was really pretty low, and people were getting up after their film was done and just walking out in the middle of other people's films. Oh, no kidding! Yeah. Oh, that's not like, showing support for others. Exactly. Yeah. That's tough. It's like yeah. you're you're not only are you not bringing people in, right? You're showing up with one or two people to see your film, and not even your whole cast and crew, yeah, and then you're leaving early. Yeah, it was just really, I saw a lot of lack of disrespect on Wednesday. Sure. Complete turnaround on Thursday night. You know, the energy level was crazy high, and uh, Do you, people now, didn't leave. We'll, we'll go full disclosure here, and you don't necessarily have to, but do you book each night specifically? I mean, is there, I mean, you've seen all the films, you've put them all in. I mean, you're the one who creates the show. Do you pick and choose based on anything specific, or is it very random? What we do is we put a post on on uh, the Google Docs, and we ask the filmmakers which night they'd like to okay, screen. They have on. a preference. Yes, okay. preference, preferred night, and we basically try to go off that. And this year it worked out perfect. We just had to ask one person to come over from Thursday to come over oh, on sure. Wednesday. Okay. So really, that's how we do it. And then we do watch the films. And we try to do a show where we put a good one up front and a good one in the middle and a good one at the back. Right. And that's really, but it's random. Yeah. And uh, uh, on Wednesdays, it's a little special because we try to put a batch of friend, uh, uh, family-friendly films up front so that people that have kids in the films can come and see them, not worry about what the crazy... Content, yeah, yeah, exactly. I like what you did this year, too, where you, you made a special category for, for films that are documentary style or music video or animation. We did that last year, too. Yeah, and, yeah, and so. I mean, it just... I feel like that helped because there was... It was a two years ago, I think it was... They were all lumped together. Yeah. I mean, all the films were together. Absolutely. And, and there was some really good animation and... and um, like a documentary style films that year. Oh yeah, yeah. Little Overpass Light Brigade. Did yeah, a film. that was really neat. Yeah, the time lapse was amazing. On yeah. That, yeah, yeah. That took some time. I mean, they had some people involved. Yeah, the problem with that film, unfortunately, we have a, a rule is that they can't have any footage on YouTube ahead of time. Got it. And he had been filming for years, and most of that stuff was po- posted right on YouTube. So it, it just broke the rule. Right. And you, you have know. that rule yeah. because you, you want this to be the premiere at Z-Fest. Absolutely. Yeah. The film has to be created newly for Z-Fest. Excuse so. me. No, pardon me. I don't dinged. Know. Sometimes. Have you gotten uh, uh, contacts from national groups and stuff like that? I mean, you guys are uh, going pretty good. We are. We are. Um, we haven't yet. Mm-hmm. Um, what I tried to do this year for fun is to get some people in L.A. on board for judging. And I was able to get two people from Warner Brothers to... Oh, good. Judge this Excellent. year. Yeah. So it was nice. Uh, so, you know, hopefully next year, they were really, you know, they, they were kind of like, yeah, I don't know if I have time to judge a, mm-hmm. you know, a, a Podunk film festival yeah, for Minneapolis. Yeah. But <laughs> Fly over. once they, they saw the films, they're like, wow. Yeah. They're like, this is, you know, again, there's some films that they had to sit through. Yeah. But uh, a lot of the films were like, they're just like, wow, there's a lot of good quality coming out of here. So they're yeah. excited to do it again next year, which is great. Right, right. And as a filmmaker, kind of explain what, <laughs> what the advantages are. I mean, these contests are, are very important. We know it all as, as far as what the reasons, but explain kind of why they're important to filmmakers. Well, I think... Especially starting out filmmakers. Yeah, filmmakers, you know, they need... They, they want to submit their material, mm-hmm. right? But first you have to have material. And that's what I thought was fantastic about the 48. It forces you to get something done and get something turned in. And I wanted to have those kind of deadlines mm-hmm. for Z-Fest to say, you know, we have a kickoff, we have a turn-in, mm-hmm. we have a screening... And I think that really helps filmmakers say, you know what, um, this project is done. You know, we have to submit now. 
Right. And uh, right. an editor friend of mine said, "No editors, no edit is ever finished. It's simply abandoned." Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's a great line. That's, yeah, it's that's so true. So true. <laughs> it is. It is. Because so, I can go back and look at films that I've done yeah, or we've worked I, oh. on, and it's just like. God, there's so many things I'd love to go back and just tweak. And Even fix. from a writing standpoint, I've right? written a lot of stuff, and I just never seem done with anything. But you know, you have to you have to abandon it at some do. point. You have to put your thumb on it and say, "This is done, and I'm submitting Move it on. now." <laughs> exactly. I've actually considered going back and doing like a sequel to one of my shorts for Z Fest mm-hmm. and resubmitting it to the next Z Fest to to, hey, to, sure. to kind of. F- smooth out the things that I didn't get right in the first right, one, right. you know, not to copy it, but to, you know, yeah, move absolutely. the story along and then kind of get it right the second time. Exactly. And, you know, even with the large registration time and the, and the, you know, basically almost a year now yeah. to make your film, some people still want to redo it and get it right. You know, cause it's like, Oh, I submit it. Once you take a step back from your work and you look at it and you're like, Oh yeah, I see that's a shortcoming there or, you know, I wish I could continue that story there. Or eight minutes just wasn't a long enough time to tell that story correctly or whatever. So. Where have you seen some of the winners, the past winners, go? I mean... Um, um, they've at- gone... Yeah, they've gone all over the place, actually. Um, un- unfortunately, they do that on their own. Mm-hmm. So I just hear stories and random stuff. But I know that some films have gone to New York and... Uh, we've had some films go overseas to Ireland, mm-hmm. uh, we, and of course, you know, the South Dakota. Knuckle, the winner yep, from yep. from last year, was that? Did that go over to Ireland? It might have, yeah. I think it should have. Yeah. If it didn't, we had Ben on um, Ben Quam oh, at this yeah. table in that chair. He sat in that very chair, um, and so he smart. played he played the in that movie to Joel. Um, yeah. Joel was the lead actor, the 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 bare yeah. knuckle boxer. He played his partner, his buddy. Who had the Irish accent? Who's not Irish at all? We asked him about it. He was he was very funny, but he he was really proud of that film. They were very happy with it. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, just I remember going over there and saying, "Hey, you know, here's your never mind." So (laughs) end of that story. This is you know the Z Fest. You guys do a great, great job, but it's a lot of work. What's in it for you? Um, I ask myself that a lot. <laughs> I mean, at this point, I mean, you've done so, it, you know, done it, done it, done it, but now you, it's, is it on cruise control or are you just building and building and building? Every, it would be on cruise control if we didn't change it every year. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We, we, this year, uh, being a judge, you saw what we did for the judging site. Yes. You know, and we, uh, added all those new, uh, nomination categories, which I think helped a lot. I do. I, I do feel it helped a lot. It really, like I could. And, and I'm going to, I'm going to kind of break down that wall here of, of how a judge works. And I'm, I'm, I'm not sure who's going to listen, but if any of our Z competitors listen, um, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, I'm a DP at heart. So my first thing is, is cinematography and the look and the feel. So I immediately, the very first shot would always be, uh, it was, it was cinematography or, right. or, or, or I think that was the category. Cinematography, right? yeah. So if, if it was, um, good, it would be, I'd go, immediately go to six and just hit the button yeah. as I'm watching. I would like, I would like live judge. Yeah, um, that's what you're supposed to do. And, and then, you know, it would go up or down based on, you know, what I thought they, they, they did well or what they didn't or, you know, risks that they took or, or ones where they didn't at all. Um, sound design was the same way. I mean, it, you throw a pair of headphones on and you watch these films you really, you know, you want to be immersed in it and you don't want to be distracted by it, you know, by the little things. And, you know, sound design's tough. Yeah. If you don't have the right guy on your team, absolutely, it can, it can throw off your viewer and make them not really get that full film, you know. Yeah, I, I worked on a, I actually started a company called Audio Magic uh, years ago and we did um, uh, music for uh, films for uh, movie trailers. Sure. And uh, so our logo was sound was half the picture. Yeah, sound is half the picture. That's yeah. absolutely so true. If, it's one of those subliminal things too. I mean, if you don't like something but you don't realize it, you yeah, you can't quite put your finger yeah. on it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it's your ear. It pulls yeah, you. It pulls ear. you out of the, the story. Yeah, it really right? does. Yeah, and then you're sitting there critiquing it, and you're missing dialogue, and you're missing, you know, yeah. you know, things that they're setting up with with the footage. It's like an adult films. It's very hard <laughs> to pay attention when the music's bad. When the soundtrack <laughs> in the background is just got. Too much of a wah-wah in the keyboard. I really pay attention to that, yeah. And it's very similar in most of those programs, but... um, Tell tell us more about your your critique of adult films. I've heard this. I don't know that for a fact. (laughs) It's online. I mean, you can probably read it anywhere. What's online? What what was it for you as a kid? I mean, you obviously love film, and you love being around film and filmmakers. What, What was there one movie? Was there a show? Did your parents just plop you in front of the TV? What was it? That made you like really grasp this this part of the world. Hogan's Heroes. Um, probably. Yeah. No, I loved Hogan's Heroes. Yeah, I did. It was, like, it was awesome. Yeah. Uh, um, 
it's a story. My sister broke her leg ice skating. That's what got me into film. Was she hit with a baton by a chubby <laughs> yeah, guy yeah. And, and a blonde <laughs> girlfriend? I mean, yeah, exactly. Why um, me? I, she, um, she at the, at, I don't know, at the age of 32 or something like that, she decided to be a figure skater and she was just <laughs> threw her skates on and she was doing pretty good, Sweet. but she I did one of those it. spiral spins uh, yeah. and her picks stuck in the ice and uh, twisted her leg. Yeah. So did she, you say twisted her leg off? Basically. Yeah. Oh my God. So yeah. she had a, great compound spiral fracture. Oh. She was laid up for about six months on the Pins and rods. Yeah. And wow. Good stuff. Oh my God. wow. So she had nothing to do and she was immobilized. So uh, I basically said, um, you know, why don't I got an idea here for a sitcom? Why don't you script it and then throw the scripts at me and then I'll, I'll revise it and throw them back at you. Cause I don't have time to type it. Right. Of course. You know, so that's how we start. It's the best con there is. Hey, I've got an idea. I want you to write <laughs> it down. You for write me. it. Exactly. Oh, yeah. So um, she threw a lot of her own personality into it, which was fun. And then we basically looked at it. We had, you know, uh, a pilot in two episodes. And we said, you know, let's just shoot it. Let's just do it. So we got a cast of 20 plus actors. (laughs) Or no, I think it was 50. How old were you at the time? 50 with extras. Um, I was thinking I was 30. Yeah. 35. Really? Something like that. You jumped in late. You're 25. How do you go backwards? Well, because I was in audio my whole life. Oh, sure. Producing records. Right. doing music and stuff until I had kids. And so, so what gave you the stones to think that you could just write a sitcom? Well, I didn't yeah. really. I, yeah. just, I threw it at my sister. You made her do it. Yeah. <laughs> and so, she had no stones. Yeah. So and nothing to no do. Either. Yeah, no well, then what was really weird, we, we decided to hold a casting to see if we could actually cast this thing. Right. I said, if we can't cast it, we can't shoot it. Right. Right. So we put an ad in the paper because it was, you know, before Craigslist yeah. and all that other stuff we knew about. And sure enough, like 200 people came out for the audition. Wow. And we went through them all and a lot of young actors and stuff like that. So we had a, a primary, it was like a cast of friends. It was a group cast and we had, you know, like seven or eight main characters. And um, it was, the story was about a uh, teenage father who's got, got a girl pregnant, didn't know about it. And she like literally shipped the kid to him in a, in a music anvil case. Nice. And said, here's your kid. <laughs> you know, UPS delivers the kid live. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, and it, you know, he wants to be a rock and roller out in L.A., but of he course. works at Burger King, and he's on, you know. Yeah. And he's 19. He's 19, fun, yeah. exactly, and he gets a kid dropped off on his doorstep, and it was wow, pretty fun. I can relate to that. And I had, a, I had a three-year-old at the time who was already out of diapers, but we put him back in diapers for the show. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, I'm so sure he, he, he really yeah. appreciated that. Thanks, exactly. Dad. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so we, he was a great part of the show, and he was really funny be in the show it's you know diapers are a really good thing i mean they're underrated <laughs> yeah, road trips they're oh, you just took a long well, road, well, trip. road trips yeah. oh by the way how do you like that uh, car i love your car thanks yeah you uh, like it um i, looking I at, do you know, i have to say i hate the stereo system really um, is that no. opposed no it's, you're an audiophile though yeah. i take it well I that's mean, the I, thing I yeah like, you're like well I, I don't hate the quality of it i hate the fact that the software for it is so poorly written. oh sure no. yeah it's constantly you know so you're Legit you're a out. real picky audiophile. I'm then. a picky audiophile. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Whatever happened? By the way, whatever happened with that sitcom? Anything good? Or? Um, we basically shot it all. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of it, I needed a a, a Valium, a bottle of Valium. Amen. Uh, it was probably the most stressful, traumatic thing I'd ever done. <laughs> and I, did you have any idea what you were doing? No idea. No idea. No idea what I was getting into. And, uh, you know, every morning I'd get up and I'd be making props for that day mm-hmm. uh, and organizing mm-hmm. shoot locations and had no idea what was, you know, it was just really jumping into it <laughs> full feet. And then my, cr- my crew of three would show up and my actors of 20 would show up and mm-hmm. it was uh, like a circus and it was, it was brutal. Yeah. You know? So it's kind of like what you're doing now with the festival. Yeah. And so you festival. decided Actually, to continue on. a lot easier. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. Than, than shooting a film. So I like being on this side of it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. So it's, it, we call, in a, for people who are listening, we call it herding cats. <laughs> it's, like, it's like herding cats. Um, the filmmakers you know, are the cats. That's exactly. Yeah. You did that the other night, Sean, didn't you? With the uh, the the natives of downtown. Oh, boy. That was a, that was <laughs> a good night. Herding cats. We, we, our, our day job uh, is, pretty, is pretty intensive. We don't usually talk about it too often, but... Uh, the the thing on St. Patrick's Day downtown yeah. after, the, after the the parade, uh, the festive parade. We were we were out there uh, covering that, and it was it was intense. It was crazy. It was uh, 
The Funny. irony of it, it was, was the crowds that went crazy weren't the crowds that were part of the, the right. St. Patty's yeah. Day stuff. Yeah. It was yeah. uh, that was the whole. It was thing. the free ride crowd that said, "Hey, you get free rides into Minneapolis. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go have fun." Wow. Yeah. So you are you a child of the seventies? I mean, were you? Did you want to grow up and be like a, a rock star? I mean, you're you're uh, deep into audio. It I sounds was, like that was the first thing. Yeah. You yeah. Exactly. I I did disco dance in the seventies. Oh, nice. Sweet. Um, I was into that for a little bit. Diapers? Uh, no. No, you weren't in diapers in the seventies. <laughs> diapers? No. I was born in the sixties. No Sweet. shit. Yeah. Me wow. Too, man, what year? Yeah. yeah. Sixty six. Me too. What month? What? September. What day? Fourteenth. Wait a minute. Twelfth here. Really? Wait a minute. Yeah, we're two days I'm apart. seeing it. Wait a minute, apart. doppelgangers. That's oh, it. Yes. Hey. It all ties back here. You guys, oh, wow. You guys At least are, you look younger. You're soul Shit, brothers. I look like I'm on 90 years old, soul man. brothers. You guys, 66. neither one of you look like Virgos, you were born in the 60s. Baby. <laughs> oh, my Jesus. Virgos. Well, so I was born mid-70s, so I can feel so. You were I in did diapers. disco, <laughs> but I was now in diapers. Yeah, you were. I was in diapers. You were the diaper disco king. I don't think we could afford diapers, but, you know, whatever. We were so poor, my mother cut holes in the bottom of our pockets so we'd have something to play with. <laughs> nice. Wow. That's how poor we were. Yikes. We were pretty poor, too, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I grew up in uh, Denver and, uh, how did and you? the ghost town. I lived in, in Littleton for a little bit. There you yeah. go. Yeah. I, I was in uh, Lamar, Colorado yeah, for a while, which is the southeast corner of, yeah. De- of, of Colorado. And it's oh, like, you did radio out there. It's like you? West Kansas. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just barren <laughs> Flat and dry. Land, and yeah. it was a cow town, so it smelled like... John. It smelled like... Yeah, because I... <laughs> I'm known for smelling terribly. Did you notice the last three episodes or whatever? I'm just, I'm just tearing into you, man. Yeah. I oh just, no, I've noticed. I think we had bad sex or something. Friend, and I just really <laughs> upset about that, and I, I just, you know, we I can never go been, backwards. I must man. have been blacked out. You or were. Something. You I were. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> Next time, I'm going to try it without you being yeah. blacked out. Hey. Diapers, pornography. Yeah, yeah right. you, know, you know, and it that's why like, we and love it sounds like podcasts. Rape. I don't know. I, I'm not sure exactly. Yeah, but. well, yeah. yeah, that's why we love podcasts because you can't see it. It's subjective. Rape is always so subjective. you've lived around. You were you were talking about you lived in a haunted ghost town. Is that what you just I said? Did. Yeah, we said that. that story. Show. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, here's the story. Where um, is this? In Silver Plume, Colorado. Silver Plume. Yes. Sounds like an old mining town. It or something. Like yeah. Women wear. There you go. Silver Plume. Um, if you drive through Denver up into the ski resorts, you yeah. go through that really long Eisenhower mm-hmm. tunnel. Mm-hmm. It's ten miles before the tunnel. You pass it, and you don't even you, you blink, blink, and it's, it's gone. Town, yeah. yeah, wow, yeah, that's the town I grew up in. So really, yeah. How long did you live there? How? Um, well, seven years, eight years when I was. How big up. was your school? Like high school or whatever? Well, they, the Class school was, was yeah, it was tiny. But the point is, they had to bus in like six towns into one school Ew, to make a school. Yeah. But did they bus it into Silver Plume, or did you Georgetown. get bust out? I got okay. bust into Georgetown, okay. which is the next town down. Yeah. Two miles so, away. So describe your town. I mean, you said it's tiny, but what? It's, it's, it was a it, bar, I assume. <laughs> there was probably one bar, yeah. One bar, and one church. church. Yeah. 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 yeah, one bar, one church, one post office. Post office, right. Because yeah, yeah. you can't be a town without a post, post office. office. Yeah. And then there was uh, like one corner gas station, and it was uh, in a lot of old bo- boarded up homes. Really? That were just, you know, from the old, eight, old miners' uh, homes. Yeah, old and miners' homes and stuff that were. Prospector. Yeah. No, I can and, sing the coal miners' daughter song. Oh, you could. Can yeah. you really? Go for yeah. You're worried Next about show. the audio in your car. Yeah. You're going to let this guy sing? Come on. Yeah, like my car's Wait, audio is worried about me. I was like, <laughs> shoot, get him. What you, what, how old were you when you lived in this town? Um, we moved there because my dad got a job working on that tunnel. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, he was. He, he fixed the, the cat, the cat caterpillar yeah. machinery that helped right. dig the tunnel. So he's a mechanic and yeah, a, and a mechanic, ma- yeah, exactly. engineer type thing? Exactly. He a cowboy. Cowboy. Cowboy wannabe. Oh, wow. Yeah, he wore, wore a gun. Did and, he buy a Jeep when you guys moved out there? No, no. It's kind of, we I thought it was like the law. If you lived in Colorado, horse, you had to, you you had to have a Jeep. Well, or yeah, a horse. Yeah, he had a Ford truck. Ford truck. Right, he, okay. put, he reversed the letter so it's a dwarf. Dwarf. <laughs> there you go. He, did he get it before Tim Conway did? I think he did. Whoa, yeah. he should have he yeah. trademarked that. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> so, 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 okay, so how old were you then? You were. I was pro- uh, for, uh, just kindergarten to fifth grade. So, okay, so or, you're, you're just a little sprout. Little sprout. Was this the kind of town where you just kind of you got sent outside and you went and played? Absolutely. And, yeah. and what no. was there to do? How many mines did you, tr- you know? I used to. Well, here's the fun part. I used to go in the mines. Yeah. All the time, and not deep into the mines because I knew it was dangerous. Um, but I would go into the mine, and they're cold and wet, and right. you really don't want to play in there. But the mine dumps themselves have a bunch of uh, iron pyrite on them, tons of it. 
So I'd go and collect the, the gold, fool's gold. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. I'd put it in a bucket and I'd sit out at the gas station and no, I'd sell fool's gold out. to tourists. Oh, no. And that's, that's how awesome. I got my I candy money. I some from you. And, and did, they, go buy and... did they buy it as fool's gold or yeah, did you market it as, as gold? Like quarter. Yeah, okay. You know, 50 cents. That's good for you, yeah, man. Gold, idiot. You did the <laughs> work. I mean, you did all the work. Yeah. It's entrepreneurship right there. Wow. Wow. Better than so, selling lemonade. But I got really good at climbing mountains, and I was really, you know, athletic and stuff, not like today. But um, the fire department had a kid trapped on one of the mountains, and they're like, let's get at him because we know he can get out there. So I What? Went, oh, wow. I got to go get save a kid. Yeah. Did they harness you up? and like, bring no, it was just, wow. it was one of those things. Back then, they didn't harness people. Yeah, that's true. They, were, they weren't even seatbelts. Yeah, they weren't even. Exactly. Helmets on, They let their kids play out my, anywhere. Oh, my dad play in the mine. let them play in the mine. Had a Buick Grand Sport convertible. Oh, yeah. That he was always working on, yeah. right? <laughs> he took the seats out of it. Yes. Okay, because he was doing working on the interior yeah, yeah. and everything. And he put me in it and raced down the freeway without a seat or a seat belt at was 120 he on his knees? miles. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, I was like sitting on a bucket. I, uh, well, yeah, I was trying oh, to hang on oh, for dear life. Oh my god! This car. And I was probably like seven years. It old, is amazing to me to think back to that time. Oh, I know. And and how most of us are still alive. Absolutely. You know, compared to how how such just helicopter. Parents, you know, just just the, the the bubble wrap that kids are in nowadays, yeah. compared to you know, obviously, I can't let my kid go out without a helmet, and I can't yeah. not have him in a seatbelt. But what's up with ADD? Every kid has then, ADD nowadays, right? Well, and Ritalin, and everybody's. I just drugs. think it's creativity masked in a different, you know, whatever yeah. they want to call it. Yeah, there was several times I should have been dead. <laughs> so, <laughs> so how agree. did you get to Minneapolis then? Um. Well, my my cowboy dad. Got drunk one night and decided to bring his girlfriend home. Oh, accidentally? <laughs> Did your mother like that? She no, didn't like she it. Didn't like that. Holy God. shit! Yeah. Oops. That's so, a that is a drunken move. Oh a drunken my move, yeah. gosh! Was it this wasn't just some random that he met at the bar? Or was it his oh, actual? Probably. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was one of those guys. So then mom packed you up. And yeah, said, packed all the kids up. We're oot. Yeah. How many kids? How many brothers? Uh, two brothers, uh, brother and sister at the okay. time. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and, so, and so what was her tie to, to Minnesota? Her sister. Okay. And that's what got her. She's tied to her sister? Well, yeah. that's, that's how she got back to Minnesota. Well, she had a like a $500 car and no possessions and three kids in the backseat. Oh, my It's God. a country song. It is yeah, a country is. song, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. And she uh, just afternoon got afternoon. on the road and barely had enough money to get back to Minnesota and said, you know, sister, we're wow. here at the doorstep. Yikes. Wow. Yikes. Man, so where'd you grow up more. then when you were here in Minnesota? Well, we got a trailer house in Chaska. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Chaska. Yeah, Chaska. Nice. So, Jordan. And then she met my stepdad. Um, and that's when things really turned around is because uh, he had gotten a divorce and he was in stockbroking and stuff like that. So so he knew how know. to take care of people and his, and his money. And, uh, yeah, he, he did invest Did he have wisely. kids at the time? No, he didn't. Okay. Yeah, it turns out his girl, his wife was cheating on him. Oh, yeah. So, so, well, so another but, cowboy, yeah, exactly. The script. Brady Bunch. Yeah, and she's, but she was like, you know, you, know, you stupid boy. I've been cheating on you for three oh, years. Oh, sure. He's like, what? Yeah. Like, and he's like, well, guess what? Now, now your money train's yeah, about to leave. What? Yeah. You can go, go have him. It sounds like a scene from Casino. So, so you, people uh, think I come from money, but I don't. I, that was like because my my stepdad now is very wealthy. Right. Yeah. But that's, you know, that's, he worked hard for it, I'm he sure. Did. Yeah. Not to make anybody cry, but do you keep in touch with your biological father? I do. I, when I was about 1920, I made amends with him, went down yeah. to Arkansas. Is that where he is still? He, he, no, he was, he's been divorced three or four times since then. Wow. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. That's... Yeah. It's, it's his thing, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, so. yeah. God, How does that make you as, yeah. a, as a father, as a person, human being? Have you, you know? Well, I, I, I always tell people that I, I, my first father was an alcoholic and my second father was a workaholic. And I oh did, sure! I didn't get a father. Uh, did you get either of those traits though? Um, no, no. I, and are you still married? I, I played Mr. Mom for four years. Oh, good for you, oh, good Michael for Keaton. Me. I love that movie. Yeah, yeah. You had your baby chili. You couldn't figure out the vacuum cleaner, the washer and dryer were all over the place. So you don't bring your girlfriends home then? Well, to play bridge. <laughs> well, see, Mr. I, Mom. The lesson I learned oh, yeah. is you have to get permission from your wife to That's have a girlfriend. Key. Okay. You have to get permission from your wife for to have a girlfriend. Everything. <laughs> everything. Exactly. Everything. And when you're married to a psychic, they know everything you're yeah. doing anyway, so you have to be careful. Yeah, I don't know That's, what you were thinking, man. Really? That's, no, not... That's my second. So I was, this is my second marriage, and it's a fake marriage, but it's real. <laughs> we. <laughs> It's so Tony could be, stay in the country, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, I got my green card <laughs> off of this deal, nice. you know, and uh, she gave me a green card, all right. Uh, no, she does palm reading, psychic stuff, you know. Very cool. From, uh, a land of down under. Give her the plug. 
Where where can you find her? Where can you down find her? Down on Main Street Stillwater, down next to the gas station. She's actually, you know, I don't believe in that. She just stuff, sits but on I'll a stool what. next to the gas yeah, station. Yeah, wherever a cardboard box wants to blow. And no, she has a shop there. I've never believed in that stuff, but it, it freaks me out to watch this stuff, what she does. And and she's, her heritage is gypsy, and they, that's where they come from because they've been doing it for thousands of years. Mm-hmm. So it's almost a sixth sense per se, but uh, I've seen some amazing stuff. I, I never believe. I said, if, if you're a psychic, give me the lottery numbers and I'll believe you right now. And, and let me win this sucker, and uh, it never has happened. But but she will slap me and say, that's for cheating on me next week, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the downside, but uh, it's been a... That's crap. We have two uh, crazy kids, and... But this show's about Adam, so back to you. <laughs> back to Z-Fest. Back to Z-Fest, you, yes. You, yes. Your, your, your family stories, it's it's similar to, to mine, honestly, Um I'm sure there's a lot of <laughs> middle class, lower. You it's know, it's really str- yeah, it's really strange. Born, born and and black I, child. I've I've always known my my mother was pregnant very early. She was a teenager at the time, and the uh, the the person that that got her pregnant disappeared pretty much. And I've never actually met, um, ever. Have you ever wanted to? Yeah. Oh, sure. I mean, there was there were some times where so I was born a different name as well, and then uh, my my mother was was set up with the man who's now my father. You know, who's, he's my dad, you yeah. know, and he adopted me, full on adopted me. And I took his last name. And so my last name was different at first, too. Yeah. And then it changed. And then, you know, it, it's interesting. Kind of but what's really funny is I found out that the biological father uh, has two daughters, which means I have two half sisters. Wow. And I found them on Facebook just by because I know his name, I know his family. I know is he from Minnesota. He is from Minnesota. Wow. He's from Robbinsdale. I mean, well, his, his brother up. still lives in Robbinsdale. Did you talk uh, to those girls? Um, I've talked to yeah. He, we're, I'm friends with the with the girls on Facebook. Not friends with him on Facebook. Do they, wow. they know your. They their know family? who I am. They know. Get and, out. And what's funny is Do they um, hit you up for money. The guy, the guy. Remember Jiggly Boy from the Timberwolves yeah, yeah, game? Yeah. Yep. He's got a, a a woman that works at the Brave New Workshop with him. Yeah. And her last name is the same last name, and I reached out. Get out. Second cousin. This is all, these are all TV shows we got Second going Second cousin of mine, um, oh, which geez. is crazy, because I'm like, oh, wow, there's, there's this whole other family that I've got that I've never met. And it's 40 years. It's been 40 years. I've never met any of these people. Um, the girls, they're, they're, they live in Canada. They live in Vancouver. Um, they grew up in Denver. They grew up in Col- – uh, no, it was uh, Colorado Springs. Um, and that's where he was, and then he he married their mom, and then they got divorced, and now he's on his own. But I have these two half sisters floating out you know, there. Being that I'm a minister, really should young. I charge you for this wow. consulting? For no, this no, 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 no. Yeah, there's no therapy here. It's just, it's just, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's. No, it's strangely yeah, it's life. It's it's funny well, because it all ties back to the creative world. I think it does, you know? and you know, and I think like you said, the helicopter parents and not letting their kids explore their own creativity and stuff because I got free reign of the mountains. Right. You know, and stuff like that. So. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, that's 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 a big part of it. I, li- I like, want my kids to... I want them to know I'm going to be there Yeah. because, you know, there's probably some... In, back in my soul, there's some abandonment crap going on yeah. just because, you know, you know that there's this person out there who never wanted to be a part of your life. Been there, yeah. You know, obviously. Yeah. And, and it's just one of those things where it's like, I want them to know I'm going to be there. I support them. But I am not going to, like, hover and, and sit on him and be like, no, you can't ride your bike without a helmet. You know, it's like, just go outside, have fun, you know, exactly. be kids. So let's stay in the neighborhood and keep your cell phone on. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and, Bring your gun and don't my, look directly anybody in the eye. My parents had n- no idea where I was. They just like come home for dinner. And if, we, if you don't come home, we'll call the police 24 hours later. You know, kind my, of deal. my dad was awesome. He could whistle. You could hear him from half a mile away. Wow. And as soon as I heard that whistle, I knew I had like three minutes to get my ass home. But it was that it was that simple. He yeah. just go out in the front yard, whistle, boom, they're home. My dad would tell me just to be home before sunrise. That's all. I yeah, <laughs> that's it too. Love I mean, it. Yeah, think of kids yeah. of the '70s. Oh my God, yeah, early '80s. You know, like we said earlier, we're surpri- you know surprised we're alive now. I, and Absolutely. I say early '80s because in the '80s you started getting those scares. You know, you started getting oh, the, the, oh there's the something in the razor blade in the candy, razor yeah. blade in your Halloween the candy, Jacob Wetterling. Kids yeah, Jacob Wetterling. Yeah. yeah, that was pretty crazy. It was just a, oh yeah, nine zero two one zero. Oh, yeah, I mean, that it was, was all crazy. crazy. I mean, that was oh my god! <laughs> Whoever let that on the air, right? <laughs> hey, I love that show. I know. That's why. As I do I. <laughs> As do I. Was there? Was there? A, is it, what's your favorite film? I mean, you have to have. I love genre. The, I just love the comedies. I really, yeah. really do because I think it's so easy. It's not easy, but it's it's a, a nice clean package. 
you know, uh, you can listen to comedy radio, mm-hmm. and there's comedy bits that are like five minutes long. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They have a good beginning, they have a good it's end like music. Point. Yeah, it's just it's like music. Mo- a song begins and ends. And, yeah. A comedy can be told in five to seven minutes. You know what I'm saying? And I just found well. the comedy radio on Pandora. Off comedy radio on Pandora, yeah. Yeah, and I, I just threw in stuff. Jimmy Fallon radio. I was drunk the other night for my birthday. And because uh, I thought, you know, he's got a couple songs. I thought maybe they'd throw yeah. some bits on there. All of a sudden, there's Jim Gaffigan. Yeah. And there's, you know, Voss. And I mean, there's all these other guys. And I'm like, wow, there's comedians on Pandora. And they just do these little segments. It's amazing. I'll give you a hint, though. This is a word of advice. Don't listen to those comedy channels. I do this. I listen to the comedy stuff while I was working out at the gym or whatever. <laughs> so as I'm walking by somebody and I'm laughing and they think it's me, <laughs> then I get my ass kicked because they think I'm laughing at them and I'm not really, but uh, it doesn't work. So. Comedies are hard to make. A, are. a good comedy is hard it to is. make. It's a it science. Is. It's hard. Yeah. That's... You know? What I will say, hopefully the listeners are listening to this, is we've had enough of the abducting the women and oh. hanging them you know, and torturing them and killing them. Right. It's like every year people go for that easy. They're like, oh, that'll be thrilling. Yeah. It's not. And it's, and it's it, you know, <laughs> we've seen it like yeah, we're trying to times. shock. Yeah, I know. I did that one. I did one last year that actually. <laughs> I did one last. But it was actually, it was a nice twist. I put a different style to it. Yeah, I, yeah, I used yeah. the, the POV of, of using a GoPro. Yeah. For my, for my victims. And then all of a sudden in the final scene, like our killer, you only see him mm-hmm. from the POV of the victim. And then in the final scene, I flipped the script and I and I put the POV on him looking at her and you don't realize that she's about to take him over. And, you know, it, I, I kind of try to I didn't want to cut up a girl and, yeah. you know, be shocking like that. Well, there was a shocking part in that film. But, um, yeah, I think I think a good comedy is hard to pull off. Absolutely. Because it, it has to do with timing and the right actors. And you've got a couple of teams who have who have done really well the last three or four years? Yeah. Um, Ryan and Brian floor me with everything they do. Absolutely, their work is outstanding. You know who yeah. who else thinks of having the bad guys from Superman two as your main yeah. <laughs> villain in a in a short film and dental products and dental pro- and Crohn's disease. Yeah, they you throw. It. I too suffer the Crohn's. He says. Yes. It's fantastic it work. Fantastic. It was really funny. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's so hard to do. Yeah, and Von Stetzel had a great comedy last year that just didn't it got underrecognized as well. Yeah. So what was his last year? I forget. Um, it was the where they were having a threesome behind the couch. Oh yeah! Oh my God, that's one I did with him. Yeah, that's amazing. Here's yeah, to old friends. Yeah, 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 old yeah, friends. That one, I, I'm really surprised that one didn't do better. That was with Bick, right? No, 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 no. It was. Um, oh no, 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 no. Amber was in it. Uh, no. Basically. <laughs> No bit, no bit was in that one, but that Ad, Adam and I put that one together with Von Stetzel, yeah. and and uh, I wish it would have done so much more. I do too, and it's unfortunately we don't judge, and we've kind of stepped right. out of the judging, and we just leave that up to the people we've chosen, who are industry professionals, uh, people who are, like yourself are filmmakers. We've had uh, lots of not lots, but a handful of ex filmmakers come back and be judges. Uh, especially if they've done great work, like Sandy won the film festival. Yes. And now she's a judge. Right. You know, so she's been there, done that. I feel like I earned it just because I did six in two years. You did. That's yeah, just. I think you earned it insane. as well. How did you get Louis to be a judge? Uh, Louis is a friend of mine. Louis Louis Anderson is a friend of yours. Yes. Okay. And it's a, it goes back to my brother. Uh, my brother works with Louis, and uh, we. It, is your brother a comedian? No, he's not. He's um, he wasn't. He he was a wannabe actor. Okay, really, aren't we all? <laughs> really, really long story, but uh, uh, my brother, my brother's best friend was an editor. Okay, and he moved out to L.A. and wanted to uh, edit something, and Louis said, "Why don't you edit my story?" Right. So he digitized all the digi betas and all that stuff, and started doing a timeline. Right. And then that fell apart. And in the meantime, my brother's out there visiting his friend, and Louis's like, "Hey, blah blah blah," and he's like, "Oh, you want to be an actor?" And Louis's got a great big heart. He was like, you know, just you know, hang out here for a little bit, and you can, you know, find some work in town or whatever. So he ended up hanging out at Louis's nice. place for a while, and then they, he, Abe goes, my brother's Abraham, yeah, they call him Abe. Abe, and Abe goes, you know, you got a bunch of people taking advantage of you, right? And Louis, being a sweet guy, is like, no, I don't know that. So Abe said, this guy, this guy, this guy, and so he, so your brother calls up, cherry picked Louis entourage basically <laughs> and yeah. knocked out the, the guys who were freeloading. Yeah. Yeah. Good for him. I mean, he'd be, he'd be the guy calling him on the cell phone and he's like, you know, you know, who's this, who is this? This is the guy shutting off your cell phone. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, 
So. Why, why did your brother um, feel the need to like kind of st- uh, that, that's well, kind of Bigfooting. Louis is a people. good guy. Yeah. And he got taken advantage of. And my brother's a good guy. And he kind of helped. Clean. He saw it. He, he could see it. what was happening. Yeah, that was nice. And Louis, you know, yeah. both of them being from Minnesota, you know, Louis kind of trusted Abraham. Was it just L.A.? Because I, I think, mean, yeah, when you're out in L.A., there's a lot of. So true. And I lived out there. Yeah. If you're, and they, they hear that Minnesota connection right away. They trust you for some reason. Yeah. And if you're from the Midwest, it's like, hey. But the L.A. people, people I mean, the leeches just, are just. The leeches. Yeah. The yeah. L.A. leeches and then. The Minnesota connection, so it worked out that is way. Is he split in time between L.A. and, like, Vegas? He uh, moved from L.A. to Vegas. Oh, he did? Sold the house in L.A. Nice. But see, you now my connection... The weather's with, better. My connection to Louis <laughs> goes back years ago because I went on a road trip with my friends yeah. during the whole filming of the, the sitcom thing. Right, 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 right. And we ended up out in L.A., and my brother's like, well, why don't you come up here? Louis's on vacation to stay at Louis's house. <laughs> So wow. Abe lived with Louis, and, right? Right, and, and so we got to party in Louis's house in Beverly Hills for a week and a nice. half. And Louis yeah. had no idea. No, he knew it. That's a sitcom. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm kind of jealous right now, only because when I was living out there, I ended up poor and living on the beach, and I was homeless. <laughs> and I hear these stories, like, oh man. So okay, so where was Louis? He came home. Were you already gone? I mean, no, no. And uh, he got to know us. Right. You know, we thanked him profusely and of everything. And then the next time I went out there, I was alone. And Louis like, "We'll stay here again." Blah blah blah. So then, it, it, you know, so I've stayed in Louis. Okay, so you're you're tight with Louis. Uh, yeah, I've I've stayed in at least four of Louis's homes. What <laughs> what what should people know about this guy? I mean, he comes off like a sweetheart. He's you know like just the nicest guy. That and that's the Talented, what people yeah. need to know is that's real. Big family. Yeah. You know, it's, big it's heart. True. Yeah, it is. And, and like, he wanted to be on your show last time, too. But he's like, people don't realize when I'm in town, like all my family wants to see. Right, me. of course. And he's like, I don't have time for everybody on every trip. Right. You know, no, that so, totally makes he's, sense. He's yeah. here for work and he's got to get the work in and the family. Yeah. And stuff like that. Well, we can so, always call him, too, if that ever works. You know, we can. Yeah, we're trying. Has, we're he, trying. has he gotten back to you? He has not gotten back <laughs> to me yet. <laughs> so is he in Vegas right now? So it's only uh, it's only my parents 930 now. right now. Yeah. I just... And he remember he works nights. Yeah. Yeah, so he might yeah. not even be out there. I have family who live out there, and I love. I I was out there four times last year, just love it. And it's they're not near the strip, you know. They're out. They're out in the nicer part, out by I think it's Summerland, right? That's it's summer. That, it's my, Summerland. It's right underneath there, the yeah. where the mountains start, yeah, really yeah, on the is. west side. And it's just the weather is always so nice. It is. I love that dry heat. It's like you could be out there in a suit and you're doing okay. As, unless you get in a car. If you have oh to drive, God, yeah. the steering wheels are like 200 degrees. They get super yeah. hot. Yeah, unless you get something, you know, like a, yeah. a reflector in the, on in the, the windshield dash. or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. So what, what can people expect tonight? I mean, there's still are there still tickets available for the show? Or is it um, sold out? We are really close to sold out. I wanted to say. Is that, does that mean you're, you're close to opening the second theater? Or is it? This year we decided no. No second no theater? No second theater. Okay. Yeah, so it's, it'll be one, one show. And I think yesterday they said they had like 20 tickets left. Okay. Well, I know so, Berglove is planning to go tonight, uh, and then my wife and I are going just because she wants to see the films. She yeah. really wants to see the films and That's see how, cool. how everybody did this year. My wife's going to go tonight, too. Fantastic. Yeah, first time. Is it really? Yeah. And this is year five? Year six. Year six. Wow. Oh, you finally got her out. <laughs> finally talked her into exactly. it. Exactly. What's next? I mean, is Z-Fest changing next year? I mean, is there other thoughts? Are there questions? Are there ideas? I think we've really tightened up the judging. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're just going to automate a couple things next year, hopefully, and make it easier on the staff. Right. Um, won't change the contest or anything. Um, and then we will be doing a longer registration period again. Mm-hmm. So the filmmakers can take advantage of that time. I did notice um, my, my number one thing last year, and I was guilty of it, but I, I threw this at you, and, and I know that you, you sort of hemmed and hawed at it. I was, I was having an issue with all many of the actors being in multiple films right. and that was causing <laughs> that was causing me not to enjoy the performances as much because I was seeing the same actor, the same actor in multiple in, in different genres. Doug so Sydney, Doug Sydney last year, did he set a record? Did I think he, he must've, he, he was in what? He's one of my favorite actors. Eight though. films. No, I love Doug Sydney and he was a two of mine. Um, and I, so I'm not, I'm not going to act like I'm not guilty of this, yeah. but, um, I thought it, and you don't want to tell these people they can't work. You don't want them to not well, get out there and get their faces out there. And and I love your idea, and I really encourage people not to use the same actors over and over again. So that's right. the shout-out for this year. But the problem is, is once you start imposing more and more rules and restrictions, it's like, okay, can the actors work on multiple films? Why can't actors if the crew can? Right. You know, because there's only a couple sound guys in town. You're right. You know, so you want the best sound guy, you know. 
Uh, same thing with you know DPs and that's true. I I, I just felt on film you take away that 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 uh, absolutely. So what is it? It's, it's well, the, the end product, the mystique of of the cinema when you're there and you know you're getting entrenched in this story and, and mentally Doug too. Sidney yeah, also wearing the same outfit in this film that he wore in that film with the yeah. same haircut. Right. And, you know, and I'm like, oh my god. So we are definitely talking about a double edged sword here because in the 48. The, uh, the teams are chosen because you only have 48 hours to do it. Right. So you really can't do more than two films. Right. One film. Right. Right. And, and so the point is, is that the actors have to choose which film they get to work on mm -hmm. and they might choose the wrong one. Right. You know? No, and, that's true. And so they're, this way they've got a chance, an opportunity to work on a film that might be better or three or four really I good films. I feel like films. this year though, that it was, it wasn't as, as prominent as last year. Not a problem. Yeah. No. I feel like the, the, so. there was only a couple actors who were in a couple and it was not noticeable. Exactly. It yeah. didn't stand out as like a, and we know. didn't make the rule. The problem went away. But next year it might raise. Re yeah, who knows? Every year we have different and unique problems. You might have a hundred mm -hmm. entrants next year. You, right. I mean, you never know. I mean, and, you don't know what to expect. And you might make seven films next year. I am not making seven <laughs> films next year. You won't have a wife next I year. I might but. make one. Um, it, it's funny. It's funny to see the the what can happen with Z Fest films over a forty eight film. Like a forty eight film is pretty cut and dry. You got to live with what you've got. You can't really let it live anywhere else. Um, of the six Z-Fest films I, I've made in two years, like three of them had a nice run in the film festival circuit because it's a complete piece. You know what I mean? Right. It's, and you, you can got to have it. that story. You got to have that. And, and it was it was really nice to be able to, you know, have the time to put these together and the time to do multiple films if you choose to, which I recommend to everyone out there. If you want to pull your hair out <laughs> piece by piece. Mind you, yeah. do multiple films for Z Fest oh. in one year. Lose your gallbladder. I know Ryan Gilmer tried this year. He tried to be a part of like four or six productions. I think he was part of six. Yeah. Part of six is not directing and producing six. So right. I still hold the record. <laughs> that's true. That's true. What what well, else is up? Uh once Z Fest is over, how do you breathe? What do you how do you relax? Um turn it off. Yeah. Just, you know, like try to like disassociate myself from all films for like a couple months. Right. Yeah, just like wind down. Are you watching anything right now? Does that help you relax? Do you, do you like binge watch like shows or what do you do? Yeah, my, whatever my wife is binge watching. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, wait a minute. Watch. What is she binge watching? Yeah. Uh, currently it's Don't say Kardashians. Empire. Oh, yeah, Empire oh, just right, ended bad, last yeah. night. Yeah. So. Season season finale. Uh, so. Did you get into it? Did you like it? I've only seen two or three episodes. Yeah. So she has time to binge watch everything and I catch this and that. Right. Yeah, so but what, before what, that, it was Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, right, and it's coming back soon. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's. Uh, I'll have to wait till I the think, season's I think it's well April. over, and then I'll binge watch it all. Got it. But you do it all at once. Yeah. You don't You don't go week to week with anything? I can't. I you can't do time. it anymore? I just don't have time. Yeah. I mean, that's what TV used to be. I know. <laughs> what What is your show of choice? I mean, did you do Breaking Bad? Did you do Lost? Did you do... I have not done Breaking Bad. I've tried to start it a couple times, just haven't had the time to get yeah. into it. Yeah. So, And my wife won't do that. So that's that's like I have to take over the tea when you you know yeah, oh wife, yeah. If yeah she's not into it she's got her show on and you can't turn it got it you know so it's like God yeah. bless the DVR exactly you know so. well cool what uh, what do you have tapped brother tapped. oh I thought you were gonna go right into hot dish all right um, no well, we'll talk about that next episode <laughs> I think yeah well okay so tonight you said there's about twenty tickets left let people know where they can go to see. Uh, the completed films, if there's tickets available tonight, this, that, whatever. Z-Fest.com is where everything's at. Right. Uh, you can get a link to the tickets there. You can get uh, links to all the previous films from previous years. Now, not all the films are up there. Some films are still restricted due to their fact they're still running in the circuits. Right. And the, and the filmmakers have requested that we still keep them off. But you've got, you've got ones that. from all the way back to the first season. Absolutely. The first year. First year, yeah. yeah. Films all the way back. So there's a plenty of great films up there. Yeah. That's and, cool. Um, so if you need tickets for tonight, that'd be great. You can also buy them at the box office. And the show up. is at? At 7 o'clock. But Mall it's, of at, America. it's at the Mall of America, right? Yeah, theaters at the Mall of America. Okay. And then the after award show is again at the Radisson Blue. Which is connected to the mall, and you just, you just it's walk. It's a short walk. Short walk. And and no and ISIS members allowed. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> well, they're under the terrorism. Bond, terrorism. Oh, yeah. I get Sorry, it. Okay. Sorry, dude. All right. I was like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> there might have been an ISIS yeah. filmmaker. Come on. What do you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I had a friend. I had a friend. He goes, "Where are you having the Where are you having the screenings?" I said, "Mall of America." And he's like, "Oh, I can't go. You can't go there." A friend like, who's not really? from Minnesota. Yeah. Is really? that it? Yeah. yeah. No, no there's a lot of people that don't want to go because of that. Are all scared about. Really? It. Oh yeah, yeah. that'd be on the ah. threat list. Yeah. Ah. 
Yeah. yeah. They'll hit Ridgedale or Southdale or, you know, another Dale with more money on it before they go to the Mall of America. <laughs> well, Mall of America, if they were smart, they'd turn it around and make it a slogan. Come and blow it up at Mall of America. <laughs> Jesus. Well, maybe not. Okay, know. that jumped the rail. Yeah, yeah that. <laughs> you are Fonzie. Hey, Babe Ruth shark. did not hit all home runs, my friend. What's that? Babe Ruth did not all. No, but he hit a lot of them. So, yeah, well, that, speaking of doppelgangers, <laughs> you look at Babe Ruth too. That's how did you know? Holy yeah, shit! Thank you. I'm Way to bring it around, yeah, huh? Yeah. Okay, all right, Adam. Well, thanks, thanks for having me. Do you, yeah. do you have anything else you want to plug before we go? Um, no, Z Fest is the, is the big thing right now. So, eventually, I'll plug my album. So, plug your album. Sweet. You're here. Plug it. I'll <laughs> no. plug my wife. Okay. Hey, nice. no, sorry. Nice. All right. Adam Cole, right. thank you for joining us. Thank, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Awesome. This is a presentation of the Stude Media Network. So beefy. Oh.